Welcome to our podcast about living on the Lewy Body Roller Coaster, a podcast for Lewy Body dementia patients and their families, presented by Lewy Body patients and their families. You will hear firsthand the ups and downs and twists and turns of Lewy Body dementia from families directly affected. We'll share our support and experiences on all things Lewy Body. We're your hosts, Linda and Curry. I have a loved one with Lewy Body dementia. And I am living with Lewy Body Dementia. Let's get started. This week, we wanted to replay our episode about the power of support groups. After our Zoom meeting this past Monday, I just wanted to share this episode again. We wanted to share this episode again so you can hear from those, from from some of the people who attend one of our four support groups that we do each week and hear from them how powerful and helpful attending a meeting can be for caregivers, for someone who has already been diagnosed with Lewy body dementia, or even those seeking a diagnosis. Uh, You can join in and just listen. You can join and keep your camera off if if that's more comfortable for you. It's a very relaxed experience, uh, but you will quickly feel the Lewy love from everyone who attends. And like I always say, our support group meetings are like family gatherings with family you want to be around. Yes, sometimes we do talk about some serious things like hallucinations or new symptoms that someone has. And yes, sometimes people may cry, but we always make sure that there is laughter during the meeting, especially at the end. So please allow us to present to you again the episode about the power of support groups. And we hope you decide to join in on one of the group meetings. Um, the links are always under the announcements on the Louis Body Roller Coaster Facebook page and on, under the Our Journey with Louis Body page. It has the link and the times. We also try, and a couple people help us with reposting the times of the meetings, Mondays and Fridays, 11.30 Eastern, 10.30 Central. That's for anybody if you have Louis Body, you're seeking a diagnosis, or you're a caregiver. Uh, Thursdays at 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 Central, It's just for those with Lewy body or seeking a diagnosis. And then Saturdays, 3 p.m. Eastern to Central is just for spouses. Um, So I hope hope you consider not uh, being on this journey alone because you really do need uh, family around you. And this family that we've created with our Zoom meetings and on these two pages and with this podcast are people who understand what you're going through. So we really hope that you uh, decide to join in the support group. Uh, If you've listened to this episode before, we hope you listen again, hear what those who have been attending one of the meetings shares with, with us all. So have a great week. And now here's the power of support group meetings replay. Welcome back, podcast family. Yes, welcome back, y'all. Curry, I'm telling you, a year, and I'm still figuring out what buttons push. I'm like, oh, <laughs> just lost my script. <laughs> anyway, um, as always, we want to thank you all for supporting us. We provide the links below the episode notes if you want to learn how to become a supporter of the podcast. And as always, we want to send out a special shout out to a few supporters. Uh, we've got Toby Gorlick and Devin Paul Lanham. And Laura Michelle, Pia Bernard, Marcia Treffman, 
and Pia Bernard twice. <laughs> yeah, I All just right. noticed that. <laughs> So Pia Bedard again, it, uh, it is because of all y'all that we can keep sharing experiences and information that can help each other. So thank you all again. And as we always share, um, there are four support groups that you can attend um, Mondays and Fridays, 1130 Eastern for anyone with Lewy body dementia or uh, seeking a diagnosis or their caregiver. Thursday at 4.30 Eastern is just those with Lewy body dementia with Curry. And then Saturdays at 3 p.m. is for spouses, and that's with me and a gal named Jax Brown. And the links for the, the Zoom meetups are under the announcements on Curry's Our Journey page and on the podcast, the Roller Coaster podcast page. And it's the same Zoom link for all the meetups. Um, so we hope more people... Uh, listening will join us each week. Okay, so that's my segue into what we're going to do this week. And it could be a comedy routine. And we're like, we were laughing before we even started because we have one, two, three, four, five, six people to talk today. Um, and they're pretty, some pretty special people to me and to Curry and, and I believe to each other. You want to jump in, Curry? You bet. Yeah. As Linda always shares with you all about the support group meeting times, we thought we would ask a few from our support groups to come on and share with you their story and why they feel support groups are important, especially for those living with Lewy body dementia and or their caregivers. And support groups bring together people who are going through or have gone through similar experiences. And I read in an article that said a support group among people with shared experiences may function as a bridge between medical and emotional needs. And I, for one, can attest to the fact that um, the support groups I attend have become, the people in those support groups have become more family to me than uh, strangers. Once you come into the support group for the first time, I, I, I'd like to believe that people leave wanting to come back and feeling like you just joined a family that you want to be a part of. Um, so we thought we would bring in people um, today to share with you their thoughts on the importance and the power of support groups so that anybody listening, if you're um, hesitant or shy, hopefully they'll, what they say will um, entice you to come into a meeting. We're pretty harmless, don't you think, Curry? Well, some days. <laughs> yeah, most of the time. <laughs> but anyway, um, let's see. I lost my place there. Uh, but anyway, uh, I just want to thank everybody that's, that came on, so they come on today for, for sharing um, with us and with our listeners. Yeah, before we let our fam uh, Louie family support members share with you, uh, let me just give another quick reminder that we do not offer medical advice. We're just merely sharing our, uh, our experiences. But I can say that being in the support groups for me has been uh, very important for me. It, uh, some people with Louie may not want to be in uh, the same support group as caregivers, but it gives me kind of an inside look as to what uh, my wife may be dealing with 
and I hear from others, you know, what they're dealing with. And uh, it's very important to me also because I like helping people. And that's one of the reasons I started my, my uh, Facebook group was to, uh, one, one of the reasons was to help people. But uh, I just, I enjoy the com- camaraderie of the support group. And uh, it really, really helps me to get through my week. Yeah. I really look forward to it. And when I can't make it, I, I, I kick myself when I can't make meetings. And I'll just say, um, last week, I think, uh, we had Deb and Paul for the first time. And when they came on and they met Kara, they're like, I feel like I'm meeting someone famous. (laughs) (laughs) So so your star, Curry. Oh, and I just want to, if Linda's listening, Curry, we're going to remember to say this this time. I am podcast Linda. Curry's wife is named Linda. So if you're listening for the first time, we are not, I'm not his spouse. I'm his younger sister, much younger sister. See, she doesn't claim me. <laughs> much, much younger. But right. we had it. We had a, a Curry Linda spotting in our support group Monday, and it was it was super nice to see her. So thank you, Curry Linda, for coming on. Well, she enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. So today we have six guests. And as I said before, to me, they're more family to me uh, than some of my real family. Hopefully they're not listening. Sorry. <laughs> That's a joke, everyone. Anyway, um, what we're, we're going to ask them to do is ask them to just tell their name, where they're from, uh, when they or their loved one was diagnosed. And everybody always wants to know um, what age they were diagnosed. And then just share with us your thoughts on the power of attending support meetings. Um, and I know many say they don't join because they're shy or nervous nervous but i hope after you all hear from these amazing people that you will feel part of a you'll want to join our our little louis group um i'm going to tell you you'll laugh a lot (laughs) you know we do we 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 laugh we talk we get serious sometimes we cry and then we always laugh so just just know it's 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 a positive thing it sure is uh, so let's let's start off with our good friend Marcia. Marcia is one in our group that uh, someone may mention something and no one else has heard of it. Well, while we're all talking about it, she's doing research on it and she'll post it to the group in the uh, chat. So, uh, Marcia, uh, welcome on. Hi, everybody. Thank you very much, Curry. Especially thank you for starting this group on your page. And thank you, Linda, for being part of this and for the and the two of you for the way that you run this group. Um, it's such an informal group. I'm not familiar. I, I've never attended support groups before. And um, I was uncomfortable the first time. And the nice thing is that though you're invited to participate, you're perfectly safe being quiet and just listening. And nobody, you know, will urge you to talk before you want to. But what happened to me is I found myself getting so comfortable so quickly that I started to talk. And um, 
I have never found people. Well, let me start. My husband and I has Lewy body dementia. We learned of his diet. He is 82. I'm 78. Um, we learned of his diagnosis form formally in January of this year, but we both knew there was something going on for a long time before then. And, you know, though our doctor was very supportive and our primary care doctor was very supportive, you know, you see them briefly and then you go on into your life and family and friends try to be supportive. Some, some don't, but some try, but they don't understand the impact of getting a diagnosis of Lewy body dementia. And they don't understand the impact either on the person living with the disease or on the family members. And so you find yourself just saying things uh, that aren't really true, like, oh, I'm fine, or we're getting along fine. <laughs> and we are, but Curry always says, there's lots of life after diagnosis, but we live it differently. And it's the learning to live it differently that I find so helpful in this group because um, this there's so much loneliness involved in a disease like this and in learning to cope with it and to have a place. And I especially love the, the fact that there are both people living with Lewy body and caregivers in the group because we hear each other's points of view. And I've learned to just really, really get so much out of the sharing that people who have had to figure out how to live with Lewy body are doing and how they share it. Um, and, you know, it's, it's so nice because when you start looking at the faces, when you're seeing, when you're in the support group, you look around, you don't know who has Louie body and who's a caregiver. You just, these are just people and they're wonderful people. And you need to do yourself a favor and just come in and listen. And if you don't want to say anything, that's fine. And I just urge you to keep coming back maybe five, six times before you decide for sure that you don't want to be part of it, because I don't think you'll decide that. I think if you just come back, and just sit there quietly, you'll find yourself opening up. And then it's hard to know when to stop. But I think I'll stop now so that other people can share. Thank you. I just, and we none of us have met in person. And I just can't wait to give Marcia a hug when I see her. Because you are one of the sweetest people I know. And just your outlook on things and the way... You're very calming for me. I, I don't know how the other people in the groups that you attend. I think we all feel the same way. Yeah. And it just, you know, so, literally someone says something and Marsh is like, oh, I found it and put it in the chat. There's a mm -hmm. link. <laughs> She's just like right on it. So um, I don't remember you being quiet during a meeting. But I, didn't, I didn't stay quiet for long. <laughs> You guys didn't, I didn't mean a bad thing. Real fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounded bad. Yeah, I know. I didn't mean that. And can you guys, I'm just saying, I, I muted my phone. I muted my computer. I turned off my alarms and my lawn service is here. So <laughs> I can't control that. So if you hear that, sorry, people listening. 
But anyway, um, so now I want to jump to another Texan um, who I've become very fond of and who always comes to meetings and makes us all feel so good with her positivity. So I want to welcome Teddy. And Teddy, if you can share with our listeners. Thank you, Linda. And just, you know, I have to echo what Marcia said. What Linda and Curry have done with this group is amazing. Uh, they're like our our godparents, our den mother, our den daddy. Um, they're just absolutely super, and and all the members of the group of the group are. Uh, everyone has something to contribute, and it it really is a positive experience. Um, my brother, who is sixty nine, has Lewy body dementia. My brother was an Air Force chaplain for 35 years and sustained two traumatic brain injuries during combat and spent a long road to get the diagnosis. And in 2013, the VA told us he had early onset dementia. We went with that diagnosis until 2018, and I noticed that there were some mobility challenges my brother wasn't swinging his arms when he walked and he was beginning to shuffle. So we went to a neurologist and they diagnosed Lewy body dementia. I found that there were a lot of, a lot of different places I could go when I thought my brother had dementia, a lot of support groups. Even when they first told us Parkinson's, there were a lot of support groups I could join. But when we received the Lewy body diagnosis, it was an empty hole. There was no one to talk with about it. Uh, it was mainly just the internet, Google this, Google that. And so I was so fortunate to find this, this group of people. It was a gift from God. And we have such diversity here. As you can tell, I speak properly with a Southern accent. But we have people from Boston and Minnesota. We also have a Canadian. We uh, have uh, someone from Ethiopia. And I will not forget our most favorite, Ireland. So it's, it's really interesting to hear how different countries are handling things. And I think Minnesota <laughs> is a different country. But... Um, it's, it's really interesting, and our friend from Ireland uh, said that she had gone to the chemist, and I was looking at the Zoom, and I saw everyone was kind of perplexed, and a chemist is a pharmacist in the U.S., so sometimes words mean different things, but they often add humor. Um, where would I be without this group? I would probably be on so many pills for depression, um, I'd be a druggie because I really, when I read the diagnosis, all I could do was cry and think there's, there's no way out. And as Curry says, we can still live with Lewy body. We just do it differently. And this group tells you ways of doing it differently. And sometimes we get down and dirty and we talk about the pins and, you know, what, the pins work better, what bowel movement issues are, but those are all necessary conversations to take care of your loved one. And um, 
really help with the frustration level. So I think with that, Linda, if I've, if I've covered everything, we'll go to the next person. No, you did a great job. I was trying to be quiet because if I'm quiet, Andrew can take out the, can you guys hear my lawnmower? No. 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 Oh, good. Then I'm not stressing it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I told them not to come. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, Teddy, I, I agree um, as, as a caregiver. Um, you can get pretty low when you read about this diagnosis, but coming into the group and like meeting everybody and especially those with Louie body. And I agree, Marsha, you can come on and you, you can't even tell who has Louie and who doesn't. And that, that's important for everybody to realize because getting that initial diagnosis is going to be a shock no matter what. Not, nothing's going to, you know, you're going to have to go through that initial shock. But hopefully um, when you come into the group, like, like Teddy said, um, you can ask a question about anything, you know, like Ted, who's going to come on. He was like, you know, I want to go to, you know, sorry, Ted, I'm going to pick on you. He's like, I want to, same thing. What Teddy said is I want to learn things on and how to help me, like which depends works or like if I can't hit the urinal, what helps that kind of thing. So, you know, you never know what we're going to talk about. And, and I will agree with Marcia is you don't, we don't want to talk. You don't have to. Because my husband's very quiet when he attends support groups unless somebody gets them, you know, started. But that's important to know. You can just come and listen if, if you need to the first few times. Yeah. So go ahead. You bet. Uh, Teddy, I want to I wanna thank you and Marcia for giving Linda and I credit for so much stuff. But let me sit, tell you something. Without you folks... Uh, our our Facebook groups and our Zoom meetings would be nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, it's you folks that make it all happen, and and we really appreciate y'all. Uh, we don't tell y'all that enough, but we really, really do. Yeah. Before you inter talk about yeah. Lane, I just want you guys, everyone listening, the support group. Curry and I just push the button to let people in, and sometimes if Curry and I can't make it, we give somebody else will let people in. So it's not my support group or Curry's support group or our support group, the two of us. It's everybody who comes support group. So I just want everybody to know that, like, we don't, we don't have an agenda. You know, we do make Ted tell a joke now. Some of them are corny, but he does. <laughs> And Marcia told us one yesterday. Yeah, because Ted, yeah. Ted wasn't in the group, so we, Marcia stepped up. Um, so we try to leave laughing um, every time we have a meeting. That's right. So, uh, okay, next we have Elaine. Uh, Elaine joined us in our meetings a while, a while back, and uh, we're always happy when we see her name joining in the meetings. And we also love her accent, too, because she's from Boston, or I can't say it. I'm pretty sure they're going to figure that one out. <laughs> yeah. So come on board, Elaine. Hi, everybody. I'm Elaine from Boston. I am uh, 60 years old. I was diagnosed with Lewy body Parkinsonianism as November 2020. I had symptoms for several years, uh, searched several doctors, different kinds of doctors, and they finally came up with this. It started out with the initial MCI and then possible um, early onset Alzheimer's. 
anyway, so that's, I love the support group. The support group has helped me tremendously. I tend to be very nervous and anxious. So, um, but you all make me feel so comfortable, so safe. And I think that's the key is like safe, feeling safe is so important when you're feeling, when you're dealing with the disease itself, because the disease itself can cause you to feel lonely. And even though you're with a group of people, because you feel like you can't get out of your head or I'm afraid I'm going to say the wrong thing or somebody's going to misinterpret what I'm saying or I misinterpret what they say, which happens often. And instead of being embarrassed by somebody saying, what did you talk about? What did you mean? Huh? I just shut up. But I know I I haven't told everybody, um, all of my friends that I have this. Um, been the people I have told have been very supportive, but at the same time, really don't get it. <laughs> You know, I gave them, I actually got full uh, information from Louis Body Association, the booklet, and I passed it out to a couple of people and um, my mother wouldn't take it. She wouldn't look at it. But I, I guess I can understand that she's 82 and she has to watch me sick. And I think that's, I believe that to be very difficult for her. Um, and my um, roommate partner helps out a lot. She's a CNA. And so she has been very helpful um, and, but it's hard. I, I watch how she, I watch what it does to other people, what me being sick does to other people. And that's the part that to me sometimes is the hardest, especially for my daughter and my parent and my partner and friends. I see what it does to them. And I, and honestly, I have a sister who I feel I'm close to, but she hasn't called me in about a month and she only lives a couple towns over but she suffers from um, anxiety really bad and depression. And I think my being sick is like too much for her to handle. Um, she gets very weepy and oh my gosh, I'm sorry. What can I do? And then it, it becomes all Linda, that's, that's like you said, uh, the great love part pieces, it about becomes, this doesn't, it's family not a bomb, that so we're in. It's Everybody stressful. has a strength um, and everyone's so willing to share. Are, if I, if I, we can't you find an answer, Marsha awesome. normally I mean, finds I it to you. Makes me realize so, what the people um, are the fact going that we're global, It helps I mean, me that a lot just to hear Marsha, to hear um, that Teddy, we have people from other Linda, countries and, and to see where know, they are in their just, I appreciate understanding all of, you, um, of this disease because it doesn't affect just America. anything, it's global. Know that, yes, you can live with this. And that's the key that we have to remember that we can live with this, even if we're feeling like crud. To either try to talk to somebody or with the person that you're with say, look, right now I feel like crud. I need to go sit down. I need to. And that's my, what I have to learn to do. Um, because when you really, when you're out, you're out. I mean, you could be out in public and you're being perfectly fine. All of a sudden it's just like, okay, you know what? I need to get out of here. I need to go away. And um, it's nice that we can all share that, what our experiences are. And that's what the support group is really good for to share all our information in our hard times our good times. And um, I appreciate you all. You're like family and thank you for all that you all do. I love you all. Mm. And anybody wants to come, everybody, should, I, I wish everybody could be here. That's on the Facebook page because it means so much mm -hmm. to me. Thank yeah. you. That's why we wanted to do this because I know people are shy um, to come on and Elaine, I'm going to, you were, 
she was nervous doing this. I'm like, just pretend we're in a Zoom group because, you know, don't get dressed up. People were just using your voices. But um, I, I do when I see your name pop up. I'm like, hey, Lillian's coming today. You know, it makes me happy because I do love listening to your voice. I'm used to Curry's now. I love the way she says hard. <laughs> <laughs> is that hard for you to say, Curry? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I agree, like you can share what you're going through as, as the person with Louie or the caregiver and people in the group get it. They, n- nobody judges. Like, like you said, Lynn, you were worried about saying something or, you know, nobody judges. Um, and I will say, once you meet the people in these groups, you can tell when somebody comes into a meeting that when the meeting's over, you want to reach out. I mean, and that's what happens. Like, we just know, we get to know each other so much that okay after the meeting I'm gonna you know c- connect with so and so just to make sure everything's okay and to offer some help, and that's Teddy. Teddy can jump in on this because she's former military and she's been amazing helping her and Phyllis Banks who we've had on a few times, helping people, being advocates. So Teddy, I want to thank you for that because I know you you've helped so many of our veterans with suggestions. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And that's a good segue because, Kari, you have to introduce the next person and good luck with her name. Yeah. Oh, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, I want to go ahead, go ahead and go again and introduce a lady who I just found out before we started today. I've been saying her name wrong. I've been calling her Naomi and her name is Naomi. Is that correct? That's pretty okay. good. And she, uh, she has been such a positive force in our meetings and another person, we just love her accent as well. But I've got to tell her, your cat has been walking back and forth behind you this whole time. <laughs> so, so go ahead and, and introduce, your, introduce yourself, Naomi. Hi, um, my name is Naomi. I'm from Dublin, Ireland. My cat is looking after me, even though he doesn't have to because I've got all you guys. But he knows that maybe I need him um, for my nerves. So yeah, I was diagnosed with Louis probably, my doctor mentioned it first in April of this year. And then after tests, I was uh, clinically or properly diagnosed in July, August. So before I had the full diagnosis, I joined this group at first mention. I couldn't find anywhere in Ireland. Although there are groups starting now, I think Robin Williams has opened the world to this situation. So a lot of people are more supportive. Mm-hmm. But this group, <laughs> I was not only welcomed into the group, but I was welcomed into another country, which is incredible because 
you because of the the way America is, you're also different, but it's each person has something brilliant to bring to the group. And then I'm here just from the outside appreciating all that. I was very nervous at the beginning, you know, as, as I think everybody was. I was probably very quiet. And I think maybe three or four meetings in, maybe, you know, only one week or, or one and a half weeks. I think everybody started talking about being um, incontinent. <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay, you know. <laughs> I was so scared of the disease I have. I was so scared of my future. I've been given such a short, what I thought was a short diagnosis with no hope. And I just looked around the, my screen and I looked at everybody's face. I don't know who's incontinent and who's not looking at people. They were able to discuss it and say, it's okay. You can manage. We can manage. It's the way it is. It just gave me, honestly, it gave me my future. Mm -hmm. so yeah. that was kind of number one and I'm upset but the thing is it's the Louis love it's just we understand each other I mean I think Elaine was saying how alone you are room full of people your best friends, your family they haven't got a clue they can say oh it's terrible you don't want them to even say that but they don't know in their brain they don't know what it means and yet everybody in the group knows what it means. And it's not a fun game, but your worst nightmare. Someone's dealing with it and they're going to tell you how and what you have to do. Mm -hmm. And then to hear people coming on when they're depressed, when they're not feeling well. And yeah, they're able to talk. And then to realize after the meeting how much better they feel. There isn't a single drug you know, approved or unapproved, that is going to sort that out for you. Really, my psychiatrist would agree that this is the best treatment for those issues, for all issues, really, because you're going to get information on every aspect. And what you're saying about, like, I'm Lou body, but to be able to speak to people who are caregivers, my husband hasn't got a clue at this stage because I don't need him in that way. But I know now what he is going to need. And I hope he is able to come to a group like this, this group or a group like this yeah. in the future. So, but I know that's so hard for caregivers because they think, that's mm -hmm. nah, fine, I'm managing. And they're not their own, for themselves, they need support too, big time. <laughs> But as far as Linda and Louis are, or Linda and Curry are concerned, <laughs> that's a bit of a faux pas. But uh, <laughs> you can, but we've called him other names. <laughs> we've called him worse names than that, so it's all good. But they just—I mean, I think what I think it was Teddy said that like they're like your parent, your brother, your sister. Your, they're just so close, and you know, in between the meetings, if you need someone. You can go to them, you can go to Marsha, you can go to anyone, you, can, you know, we're all there for each other. And I always say, because I'm in Ireland, if you have a problem in the middle of the night, call me because it's my daytime. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
I love that you, Barry, remember that I wrote down the Louis love. I'm going to tell you why. You you may see that again. I may take that from yeah, you. Like, it is true because you understand what that love is because other people don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And yes, they love you, but they don't Louis love you. Yeah, yeah that's... I think, yeah. That's I think that sums up uh, what I have to say. But you said something very powerful last week because a couple of people came in Friday and we just knew they needed to, to talk. And then at the end, do you remember what you said at the end of the meeting? I think that was what I said about it being more important than medication. Mm -hmm. You know, there's nobody can prescribe that for you, what you get. And they didn't need to speak a lot. We all knew how they were feeling, they were able to speak because we all gave them the time, not like, mm -hmm. oh, you've got to speak now. It was natural. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they, they were able to share and everybody was able to give their opinion, right or wrong, but given in a loving way. Right. Yeah. And then it gives them time to think then afterwards and maybe they contact one of the people in the group or not, or maybe they go to their loved one, you know. Mm -hmm. but, I think it gives us great hope and certainly my future, what I see in my future is entirely different than the first time I attended a meeting. And I thought I had no future. And now I know I have a future. <laughs> you know? yeah, I, I, it's, again, that's one of the reasons why we wanted to do this with, care, with uh, people in the support group, because it's, it is, it's, it's just so powerful and, um, I know there's times my husband will wake up right, right as Curry's meeting starting on Thursdays and I'll kind of like, come on, let, you know, let's go. And I kind of, you know, it's Curry, honey. <laughs> so <laughs> he comes on and, and I'm telling you, even though he may not feel up to it by the time the meeting's over, he's so thankful he went because he doesn't talk. I'm. He doesn't talk a lot, right, Curry? In the yeah, group. most times he doesn't. Yeah, he's uh, one of those. We, we get him to open up every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Good, Naomi. Naomi. Just, uh, I think actually what I said at the end of that meeting the other day was we should, although we don't have rules, but we should make a rule that you attend the meeting if you're feeling bad. Like, make yourself call that your number one piece of medication mm -hmm. so yeah you forgot to take your your drug or whatever don't forget that it's at your it's when you're feeling bad so apathy you don't want to do it make yourself do it yeah yeah because that's one of the big things with with Louis body is being having that apathy um so i always tell everybody you know set your alarm and i even text people to remind them you know some people that ask me to text them and you know curry knows i have an alarm your meeting starts in 10 minutes and then I, I have an alarm that says you, cause I try to keep it to an hour and a half our meetings. And I'll, I tell them, you got 10 minutes left. you got five minutes left. Yeah. So but go ahead, Kara. I just want to say anyone who just listened to everything that Na Naomi said, that is why we love her so much in our group. She, she just says it's so great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Kari. And, and I think you all need to smile, smile, smile. Yeah. Well, her her doctor did tell her. What did he tell you? Just go on holidays. Just go on holidays. Yeah. 
So that's that's what she's been doing is going on holidays. So we where we found where were you in Greece? Uh, yeah, Greece, Spain, Ibiza, back in Dublin. And you still came to the meetings. So yeah. So yeah. she's practicing what she preaches with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I I I'm thankful that you joined our group because you really do uh, make me smile every day and have such a positive energy that you give off. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Okay, so what time is it in Ireland right now? Uh, It must be nearly eight o'clock. Okay, just curious. (laughs) So it's, what is it, three o'clock Eastern? Okay. All right, so the next person um, has become a very close friend of mine uh, as we walk and talk every, pretty much every morning, almost every morning, although she does Thank goodness for the fall that I don't have to get up at six o'clock now because she wanted me to walk at six thirty in the morning. <laughs> but we do walk and talk every morning. Um, and one thing you will learn when meeting people in our support groups that you can, as Naomi's Naomi said, and everybody else, you can just call anyone or text anyone through Facebook Messenger, and someone's always going to be there to listen. And fortunately for me, unfortunately for Bonnie. She's been listening to me for the past several months um, as I've been going through some pretty tough life, big decisions. Um, and, and I'm just appreciative that, that, but she calls me. I'm telling you, listeners, it'll be 6.20 in the morning. And she'll say, good morning. <laughs> and I'm usually like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm retired now, not supposed to be walking. I will say the days I don't walk, I'm in so much more pain than the days that I do walk. So I'm appreciative she gets me out of bed. Um, But, um, I mean, I know I can just text Bonnie or Curry or Marsha or Donna or Wendy and Jax, Nancy. I can keep going like everybody that I've met through the support groups because I know somebody's going to be there when when I need them. Anyway, Bonnie, we didn't walk today. She wants me to walk tonight when we're done, but we'll see. So, welcome, Bonnie. Hi, everybody. I'm Bonnie Weber. Um, I live in Florida. My husband, Randy, has Lewy body dementia uh, and Alzheimer's. Uh, he was first diagnosed with Alzheimer's when he was 67. Uh, back in 2015, he was showing a little bit of symptoms. Um, he never could remember stuff. So I didn't think anything of that. Um, but I noticed a blank stare on his face and that's when we decided it's time to, uh, find out what's going on. Um, little did I know back then, uh, that blank stare was probably Louie. Um, because a couple years later, he was also diagnosed with Louie body dementia. Um, He's still doing pretty good. He has, you know, somewhat bad days, uh, but I think most of the days are pretty good. Um, I started going to the support groups uh, sometime last year. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden I'm there like, I haven't been to any support groups either. Uh, so I thought this is kind of cool doing a Zoom one because nobody can get together and showed up and really, really got a lot of information. Um, Everybody makes you feel so welcome. 
you know, and I'm, I'm also a very emotional person. So it's like, if somebody gets emotional and starts crying, I'm going to cry right there with them. <laughs> um, but it, it's just been, everybody is like family and it's just a wealth of information out there. Mm-hmm. Um, the very first person that I actually touched base was with Curry. And I don't even know which dementia site I had asked a question and he came on and he answered it. And next time I asked a question, there was another site or whatever. He came on and answered it. And I just wrote back. I says, Curry, do you have Lewy body dementia? And he wrote back. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> southern gentleman, always the Southern gentleman. Yes. That's, that's not, you know, you don't hear that too much in the North, you know? So it's like, I thought, He's somewhere in the South. Um, But I asked if I could send him a private message and ask him some more questions. And he says, sure. Well, actually said, yes, ma'am, again. And so I did. And he invited me onto the Louis body, uh, our journey with Louis body. And it kind of just took off from there. Um, I don't get to the the caregiver meetings with the the spouses or loved ones that have Lewy body as much as I'd like to, but the Saturday meetings for just the caregivers, um, I try not to miss those. And probably in all the months that I've been going, I might've missed maybe three. And it's like, I'll say to Linda, it's like, okay, what, what happened? Who, what were you talking about? Whatever. Uh, on our morning walks. But that usually doesn't come until Monday since she doesn't walk on Sunday. <laughs> God said you had a rest. <laughs> rest day. Um, it's, I, it's friendship. Yes. That's summing up it's what you're like, saying. It's friendship. Yeah, she and I, it's like we just, I think we kind of hit it off real quick. Um, and I still like you, even though you make me get up at someone. Well, I can, yeah, I know. I don't and have I to walk post, I don't have to walk post 715. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I also feel that if you're used to being able to talk to somebody, and all of a sudden, you can't get a hold of them uh, for a long time, like hours and hours and hours. <laughs> you might end up calling 911 just to check on them to see how they're doing. I, I'm not going to mention any names. <laughs> oh, Lord. And some of you may not know, like I legitimately just. You know, ignored us. I t- <laughs> No, you know, when you just need a break from technology, well, I turned my phone off and I didn't tell people I was turning my phone off for, I mean, all day. It was, it was just one day, but all day. And it was the night before also. Oh yeah. It was like the weekend. I decided to binge watch something. I just needed to shut technology world off, but I forgot to tell people that I was doing that. So I'm laying on my sofa in my pajamas Sunday afternoon and I look out the door and there's somebody an officer at my door and I'm thinking 
you know, oh my God, I'm one of my kids. And he's like, you know, is Linda here? Because Bonnie, you know, her friend wants to know if she's okay. Her friend Bonnie from Florida. And I'm like, do you mean my daughter, Sarah? Like, is my daughter, Sarah, okay? And he's like, no, I'm looking for Linda. I'm like, well, that's, I did She even said, he even said your last name, but it didn't click because, you know, the mom stress <laughs> jumped in. And then I was like, oh, oh, Bonnie. Okay. I'm like, oh, I am so sorry. I said, I turned off the world for the weekend. And he, he started laughing. He totally understood. And I turned on my phone. It was like, bing, 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 bing. <laughs> so I've learned to let people know when I'm going to shut out the world. But that, that just shows right there is I appreciate that you did that. And hopefully Jim doesn't listen to this one, but he was very cute. <laughs> So if I ever do it again, I'll say, send the same cute officer over there. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we laugh about. I'm, you know, we joked about that afterwards. And I'm like, I texted her. I'm like, did you call the police on me? <laughs> I texted her. Um, but anyway, hopefully you, you, you can hear from what's going on. Um, yeah. Everybody sharing. Yeah, that's what I said. It's like, I think we all care for each other so much yeah. that you know, we worried. It's like, it's like somebody having a bad day, you know, did something mm -hmm. happen to her husband? You know, she's not answering the phone. She's not answering her texts. I've learned and then you go and text somebody else and say, have you heard from them? <laughs> nope. And they are, they're worried too. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of like this snowball effect. Hey, I appreciate and, it. I appreciate yeah. the end result too. You know, it was nice. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think that's when you and I really started getting yeah. Because legit, everyone, I texted her. I'm like, did you call the cops on me? And I wrote back, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. At that point, I was angry. You know? <laughs> well, I, okay. I appreciate that, Bonnie. Yeah. Thank you for sharing and walking with me <laughs> mostly every day. So yeah. I'm going to, Carrie, Donna is going to come in. So everybody listening, I'm just going to let somebody in um, to the group. And then Ted will be our last. Ted. Come up with a good, clean joke. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we're going to let our friend Donna in. Yep. What do you got to say, Ted? All, all my jokes are clean. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Well, we're waiting for Donna to come on. Curry, you want to introduce Ted? You bet. Uh, uh, Ted. Ted is like a brother to me. I, I, I feel, or I think of Ted as a brother. I met Ted a year, maybe a year and a half ago. And uh, the thing about Ted is we used to, and it's my fault that we don't need more because I sleep in in the mornings now, but uh, used to about 5.30 my time every morning, I would get a text from Ted telling me good morning how am I, how are you doing stuff like that you know and uh, i would answer him back and we text a few times and uh then i guess when i started sleeping in he got tired of me not answering so but anyway uh ted come on come on in and in introduce yourself bud hello my name is ted and i'm from charleston south carolina and i like this group because of information that they share with me and sometimes it is a lonely disease. And I was a corpsman in the Navy and I worked nursing homes. And I never heard of the disease of LVD. And 
So lately I've been having speech and balance trouble, which um which which is why I talk funny. A few weeks ago I didn't, but it's it's it's, it's a progressive disease. And um I'll tell you something about this group is that um when I first joined it and Curry, I, I thought of it as a celebrity and I still do. Um <laughs> there was um um Hey, what am I, a chopped pizza, liver? A pizza and wings that Linda sent to my door of my house. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did. What group does that? <laughs> no group does that. Pizza and anyway, wings. Pizza, pizza for, for dinner and breakfast. <laughs> I forgot about that. She yeah, did. He, yeah, he had. I didn't. And so like, I, joined, I joined to um, promote, the, to support the, the um, podcast. But then I changed phones and it turned it off. And I haven't figured out how to get it back to where I can support it. So this disease does affect your memory and your cognitive issues. And I take Dazabil to help that out. And it has helped a lot. But I will let you know that it's a difficult disease to have. It is a lonely, lonely disease as I live by myself and I shouldn't any longer. And um, Curry and everybody gives me help and support. And, call, and I get two or three phone calls a week from people who check in on me. And I'm glad mm -hmm. somebody... It's checking up because sometimes I go two weeks. I don't see anybody, but this group has given me information. I've been with another group that, that talked about the word of the day and stuff like, you know, stuff that doesn't matter. I want to know about Louis bodies mm -hmm. and this group will tell you everything. I don't care if it's protective pants or, or whatever, whatever, whatever you want to, you know, wheelchairs, walkers. If you got a question, you can ask them. They'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's and the thing they'll, they'll, they'll send you links and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Ted has the best smile. And mm -hmm. yeah, we know you're, you, you've been having a, a little rough patch, but um, he's our class clown of the group. And we, you know, that's why we, we kind of put him in charge of telling the joke before we leave, because we always try to leave the meetings laughing about something. Um, but just what he said is, you know, someone's struggling and people in the group are going to reach out to it. And I totally, seriously, I think you ate wings for breakfast for like two days, right? Right. <laughs> He's like, guess what I'm having for breakfast again? Pizza and wings. Um, <laughs> but when we, when I first met Ted, we, I found out he was, you know, staying home alone and he couldn't drive and. So it was just um, Linda Spillman and I just kind of we did a Zoom and we just jumped in and um, got him what he needed so, we, you know, so he can get some food and things. And that's the advocacy part of when we talk about doing advocacy for people. And Teddy, who's uh, talked earlier about it, who takes care of her brother, uh, she was in the military. So she's been trying to help Ted with that. Um, yeah, it's just you're going to get help you won't be able to get from medical profession professionals in this group. Correct. Yeah, that's and, and I'm, I'm I was 59 when I was diagnosed with um I've been um, um atypical Parkinson's that leads to Lewy bodies and and so um my psychologist thinks I have flu bodies from testing day you know I me, mean? but um you can because this this can happen to you or it can happen to anybody. And what, what this group is also maybe um, aware of is caregiver needs. They are the best people in the whole world. Linda and, and, Lin and Carrie's wife, Linda, 
and everybody and, and everybody on here and Marsha and, and, and Sue and some people that aren't here today. Um, um, it's so good. Caregivers worth a billion dollars. And my friend Fran takes care of her mom with Parkinson's and I see what she does for her mom. And I just can't even, Oh man, I, I can't, I, you can't, you can't thank people mm-hmm. when you have the disease. You can't say thank you. And you, there's nothing you can do for them. You have to, yeah, it humbles you, it humbles you a lot. Mm-hmm. This group will let, you know, I try and be an encourager and I used to be an encourager and tell people, thank you for what you're doing because you just don't know what it means to us. Mm-hmm. Especially if you don't have a caregiver and it's really tough. Yeah. Well, I think you have many people um, just because Ted had posted something today that he's going through and I'm pretty sure you were like inundated with um, people just, it's all coming like, like name, name said is Louis love. I love that. It's, it's all coming from, cause we've met you and we only want the best for you. Um, so you need, do you need more pizza for breakfast? I, I eat pizza every day. <laughs> I was gonna say, okay, make that happen. Pizza and wings. <laughs> I go to Little Caesars here a lot. Oh, okay. Well, then phew, off the hook, Curry, for that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we didn't. We Donna didn't. I couldn't connect Donna. Um, so sorry, Donna. When you listen to this, I was trying, and I, w- I do want to give a shout out to Vicky. Um, I I'm, I'm sure. You, yeah, if you recognize her name, and. I so appreciate that she posts such positive things every day. She something, is so smart. Yeah, mm-hmm. something positive every day. So she couldn't make the meeting. I mean, she couldn't make what we're doing right now. So I, I told her I'm going to give you a shout out for that. Um, so hopefully, uh, since we can't get Donna in, um, we'll do. I, I think maybe we'll do this again with a couple of the other people that couldn't make it and wanted to still do it. Um. I just, I do, I do love you guys all like family, and mm-hmm. um, I do appreciate the the cute policeman visit. I you know I can I can kid about it now. <laughs> we'll be walking. I'm like I'm having such a hard day. Maybe you need to call that police that cute police guy and knock on my door. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, I do appreciate all of you sharing, and I I'm thankful. Curry answered my text a little over a year ago. And I'm like, Hey, can I call you? I got an idea. And, um, clearly, man, another crazy woman, (laughs) (laughs) but clearly there was in the beginning of the meeting, they saw, I mean, how many we've done this. It's been over a year now and I'm still trying to figure out which buttons to click. So clearly we don't know what we're doing. So shout out to my son, Andrew, for making it sound like we know what we're doing. Um, so, that's my two cents. Just thanking everyone. Curry, you want to do a final thank you? You bet. Uh, I, I want to thank everyone. First off, everyone in our Facebook group, uh, our journey with Louie body dementia and the podcast Facebook group, uh, Louie body roller coaster Facebook group. But I, I really want to thank the people that come to our zoom meetings, uh, all of you all. And, and it, I really think of you all as close family members. I think of everyone in the group as a family member to me because that's how you all treat me. Uh, and, and other members in the group treat me the same way, but, but everyone just seems to 
go out of their way to check on each other. And I just love that so much. I really do. It, it means so much to me. You know, when I started the Our Journey uh, with Louis Body Dementia Group, I started it in uh, 2016, the, just a couple of days after I was diagnosed. And the reason I started it was because after I was diagnosed and Lynn and I started telling our family and friends, none of them had heard it. None of them had ever heard of it. And I got tired, and I hate to say this, I got tired of answering the same questions over and over every phone call. So I started the group to where I could post every day how I felt, what was going on with me, what the doctors have said, you know, that kind of stuff. And uh, in the last five years, it's just blossomed, you know. And like Linda, uh, a year ago this last March, she texted me and uh, wanted to know if she could call. And so we got on the phone and she said, hey, you want to do a podcast? And I, I said, I don't even know what a podcast is. What is it? What are you talking about? And so she explained it to me. And I said, you know, that's right up my alley. That's exactly what I want to do. And she has been the one who's, who put everything in motion. Uh, she bought all the equipment that we would need. She does all these scripts because I have to have a script or else I lose place. But uh, she does, she spends several hours a week just working on the script for each week. Wait, but, I just got to jump in. Mm-hmm. It's not really several several hours because I did today's script like ten minutes before we got on. <laughs> yeah, I do, but, I do work on it, but but you do quite a, you do I, an awful lot of work. I apologize. The podcast. That I'm and you both are appreciated so much. Yeah, but she she I even come to this group if weren't for Linda and Curry. Yeah. And that's a fact. Well, thank you, but uh, uh, sorry, I took your train of thought. Yeah, uh, I, I just wanted to apologize for always sending you the script like five minutes before we record. <laughs> oh, no problem, no problem. But yeah, I ju- I just want to uh, I, I want to thank everyone here and tell y'all I love you, love y'all just like family. I really do, and I think Marsh is the sweetest thing I ever met. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but that that's that's my two cents worth. I I enjoy the Zoom meetings, like I said, because. You're all family. We help each other. You know, when I'm when I'm down, I can come to the meeting and Linda will ask me how I'm doing. I'll say, oh, I'm okay, doing good. Yeah, and a lot of times I'm really not. But by the time I end the meeting, like she said a while ago, uh, I'm I'm feeling better once the meeting's over because I got my camarader camaraderie for the day. You know, yeah. got my yeah. My dosa, Louis Love, as Nanny would say. I know, I so love that. They're my two cents worth. Yeah. Well, we need to yeah. uh, copyright need, that. I know, we're gonna, <laughs> I'm just going to steal that right from her. <laughs> no, but I'm going to tell you where we're going to use it. Gary, you probably already know where we're going to use it. Or, yeah. You know, the good idea. But anyway, um, so I, I again, want to, before Curry starts his wrap-up, thank everybody that came on. Hopefully we can have a few other caregivers um, come on and do this again. You bet. Okay, folks, that's all we have time for this week. 
Remember, you can email us with suggestions on what you would like us to discuss on future episodes, or you can ask any questions you have, and we'll surely do our best to help get you the best answer possible. And i got to give a shout-out to Andrew, because I'm pretty sure I'm about to push my button. I was nervous. I don't know why today. <laughs> so, Andrew, you might have a little extra work, because I'm, I'm coming through Zoom, too. But anyway, remember that we post the link to the podcast. Well, we're supposed to hurry now that, you know, we did give you a break. You did have COVID, so it's over. So now you need to, you know, step up. I need to get back on it, don't I? Get back on it, young man. I fell behind. Yeah. So he posts, he tries to post them in the uh, podcast, both uh, Louis Body and his Our Journey page, a link to the podcast. But you can always get to it through Buzzsprout. Click on an old one and get to it also. And if you're interested in helping as a volunteer of an advocate uh, or an advocate, please send us an email at gmail.com because the more people we reach out, the more people we can help. And if you want to learn about becoming a supporter of the pod- podcast, it's blah, 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 that time of night. <laughs> uh, please see the episode notes as we post the information on there. Okay, folks, thanks again for joining us. Until next week, this is Linda and Curry signing off.